drones are going to take a mainstream in the next 5 to 10 years and there are various career opportunities in drone technologies initially drones have been used as a prototypes for spraying some pesticides in agricultural farms and you will see drones quite often used in the marriages and in the functions wherein the photographers are using drones in order to capture the visuals likewise we have seen drones in many aspects of our life but do we know what are some exciting career opportunities that are available in drones all right so that will be our subject of discussion for today's episode he is a aviation management professional with over 25 years of experience as a licensed commercial pilot ntro dgca certified rpas instructor and icao trainer he is qualified in airport and aviation operations and disaster management with a proven track record of successfully managing and executing high value projects while providing aviation services to the ministry of civil aviation directorate general of civil aviation airports authority of india ministry of defense government of karnataka established corporates and startups across domestic and international environments he mainly focuses in the domains of aviation operations and project management aerospace research and development uav which is unmanned aerial systems training and mentoring in today's episode let us chat with reju's job this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn amazing stuff folks we also share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end and you will acquire more knowledge per every minute by tuning into the guiding voice than any other podcast in this space thank you so much for joining me today let's discuss careers in drone technologies and we are extremely pleased and humbled to have rejus part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe rejus hearty welcome to the guiding voice it is so nice to have you here i mean thank you so much for having me always a pleasure to be with uh, people taking such an interest in the youth and providing them with a very very crucial service that is guiding them as to what are the careers available and i'm frankly honored to be part of your show and i hope that i can instill a little bit about the unmanned aerial aviation industry for you absolute pleasure to have you here and uh, i'm sure all the insights are going to help our audience immensely and they will be able to take a decision whether to take a plunge into the drone technologies all right so let's kick off the conversation rejus maybe you can briefly talk about your career journey you have 25 years of rich experience in the aviation industry that is so impressive and um, simultaneously you can also share top 3 things that have helped you professionally grow in your career okay my career progression started off with aviation truthfully the day my father took me for flight on an aircraft way back in the early 70s we're talking about 1975 1976 and he managed to talk to the captain got me a chance to have a look at the flight deck or the cockpit as they say and that changed my life from that day onwards i was probably a child kid over 5 years old and from that day 
I decided I wanted to fly. Moving on, finished my primary education. My parents helped believing in me, believing in my dream, and allowed me to take up flying, which was considered a dangerous profession way back then. But successfully completed my flying, joined an airline, left that, joined a company manufacturing aircraft, helped to build aircraft, fly them to their customers, moved onwards, joined a company that was into training pilots, moved from there into air traffic control and aerodrome management. And then from there, being trained by the NTRO to train people on drones. It was a massive shift as in from sitting in the cockpit to sitting on the ground and controlling aircrafts. But it, but my previous experience probably as a aero modeler, we call them radio-controlled aircrafts, helped me immensely. Now, if you could ask me the top three things that helped me, they're not physical objects, but very relevant and very tangible. One would be my parents who believed in me, gave me the opportunity to follow my dreams. Second, my teachers who inculcated me in the, as to the knowledge required and never shot me down when I asked questions. Even if they didn't know, it was great to see some of the older teachers of the older generation who would find answers and solutions for you way back when the internet did not exist. And the next, I would probably tell everyone watching is the determination to follow your dreams and never quit. Excellent. So when you were five years old, you saw your first aircraft and entered into the cockpit. Just That's right. I still quite... remember it was. <laughs> and, and later on, I think you worked on every bit of this uh, aspect, right? With regard to aviation, uh, being a pilot, training, and then taking care of the air traffic. That That's, uh, I think, uh, a, a rare opportunity which very few people get into. And right now, still you are associated with drones and also quite a fascinating journey and I'm sure uh, you must be enjoying it thoroughly. All I right. do enjoy life to the fullest. I could probably thank God, luck and uh, like I said, a little bit of perspiration here and there which honestly I don't think I put in as much as to reach where I was but yes, I did have a varied career which mm -hmm. has helped me out a lot. Absolutely. yeah, That is stunning. Now let's talk a uh, little bit about background of the drones and all. Of course, they gained a lot of popularity in the last five to 10 years, especially. But maybe if you could talk about the history in terms of how did it all evolve, that would be great. Definitely, Chief. So people say that drones are probably a new concept. Fact of the matter is it goes back way into the 18th century. where People used uh, balloons, hot air balloons, to uh, bomb the enemies. Fast forward to the early 90s when the first autopilot systems were being built and people around the world were trying to figure out if an aircraft could be controlled from the ground. Fast forward to the age of computers and modern day equipment, more advanced autopilot systems, satellite communications, and we get to an age where warfare took a paradigm shift with the uh, induction of one of the most feared drones today. And when people think of drones, they either think of the small little whirly birds, white little things with four blades, or they think of the most dangerous drone in the world, the predator drone. The father of modern drones today, we publicly acknowledge him, Abraham Karim, an Israeli, and who is responsible for the predator. And the world took notice. They realized the value of drones, its ability to provide data, surveillance and information in real time without the collateral loss of a pilot in case of an engagement. Move forward, drones started taking shape 
prices started dropping of ancillary systems, including the autopilot, including uh, sensors and cameras, including the platform itself. And drones started making their mark in civilian mainstream. In the last eight years, the drone industry has blown itself immensely, as in it's rapidly evolving and is set to take the world by storm, if I might say. We're once again looking at a, a paradigm shift in the way people think. At one time, the way, if I were to explain, at one time, till the break of the 19th century, birds ruled the air. And then man decided to pollute the skies by building aircraft. And now aircraft rule the skies. However, in the last two years, the number of drones globally has far outstripped the number of manned aircraft in the world, both defense and civil. A factor of one is to ten. So very soon you're going to see rules and regulation and procedures being changed where manned aircraft, passenger planes, cargo planes, helicopters, defense aircraft will have to adapt and coexist in non-segregated airspace with unmanned aircraft. As I said, things are a change. The future for the drone industry is extremely bright. If I were to put it in a few words, it's probably much akin to the early 80s, where the computer industry took the world by storm, propelling a new age revolution. Today, we have a merger of two of the main industries that are evolving, adapting, and growing. The aviation industry, the aerospace industry, and the computer industry. The marriage of these two is what gives rise to the drones. And we today, as we talk, are probably just on the first floor. We've passed the ground floor. And the elevators on the first floor, probably a hundred hundred floor building. And those who get into drones today are riding a sure shot right to success to the top. That's quite exciting. And I'm sure those who want to get into drone technology, this is the right time, right? And um, you actually run this uh, diploma courses in drone technologies and all, right? And uh, what kind of courses and what is the curriculum that is being taught to the students and who is it suitable for? Can you shed some light around that? Sure, it would be my pleasure. I'd like to correct you. There's not just diploma courses. As I said, the the industry is very nascent. Mm -hmm. To explain to you, it would be the equivalent of saying, did the Wright brothers have a pilot license? (laughs) (laughs) So the industry is evolving and along with it comes the knowledge portion. And uh, there are certification courses, there are diploma courses, there are master's courses also, and uh, there are license courses. Those are issued by the Director General of Civil Aviation under the ICAO, International Civil Aviation Organization. These licenses are valid globally. And uh, aside from this, there are many interesting laterals, verticals, and offshoots of the industry per se. You don't just have to be a drone pilot. There is drone maintenance, drone research development and production, drone operations, drone management, regulations, administration, project management, operations, logistics. Aside from that, as I said, there are different people who fly the drones, which I'll I'll get to in a while. So you have the flight crew, the ground crew, and uh, the mechanics. And aside from this is a factor rarely seen by the front-end operations of the drone, but which is taking the world by storm, is the data provided by these drones. The real-time analysis, analytics, processed information to give you tangible and real-time information is what makes these drones useful. This relevant info 
is processed by people at the back end and as i mentioned the the opportunities are endless when it comes to drones there are new courses being developed as in search and rescue surveys surveillance agriculture just to name a few of these and disaster management medical deliveries and what just last year we probably termed as science fiction is today's science fact yes medical deliveries by drones are being conducted globally and proud to say that it's also being conducted in india surveys surveillances already the government has given clearances the whole of india is going to be surveyed using drones mining is one field they're looking into the railways have already adopted drones to check for the railways or oil companies so as i said futures bright and along with it comes a whole slew of courses that you could probably take to enter into the field and uh, what is the background somebody should come with in order to pursue these courses in drone technologies the current entry level background is is actually quite easy mm-hmm. to get an entry level certification in drones one must just need a 10th standard background with english and uh, the one main thing is they need to have a passport as uh, drones are an aerial platform and capable of nefarious activities also a concrete verification is required so the ministry of home affairs has mandated that one of the criteria is a passport aside from that you just need the determination and the basic qualifications to enter into the drone industry so probably 18 years old 10th standard pass with a decent knowledge in english and the determination to take to the air mm-hmm. that's great extending the topic of this curriculum like do you think the current curriculum which is taught at various levels be it at the grad level diploma level certificate level or masters level is it sufficient or do you see any evolving trends in extending the curriculum uh, let me rephrase the question as mm-hmm. to being sufficient yeah it is ambiguous but as to extending the curriculum and evolution of the curriculum it is an ongoing process which i see going to be over the next 10 years the same way the computer industry moved from dos and hardware to, to languages like python and uh, c c++ and some of them which i, I can't even pronounce <laughs> my apologies but i see the same with the drone industry if you look at it a drone as i mentioned earlier is a marriage between two powerful technologies one is the aerospace industry uh, wherein we use the principles of uh, aviation on flight controls and uh, uh, methods of flying and the flight operations combined with the autopilot systems the artificial intelligence sensors which are already there in robotics and with computers so this is what i foresee in the future probably degrees masters level certifications the same way as they have for ships and they have for aircrafts and also for certain other heavy industries which will lead to laterals of intensive courses one would probably be the management uh, field the uh, second would probably be the research development maintenance research overall repair and the third one would probably be the flight operations it's flying drones and uh, obtaining this information and processing this information to give you a relevant uh, results if i might i just reverse a little bit i told you in the beginning i'll tell you what the flight crew probably composes of people think that drones are these small little toys that fly around far from it most professional drones are much larger agricultural drones weighing in at about 30 kilos right through up to 50 kgs and certain drones above 500 kilos also and to fly them you need a unique set of crew 
You're talking about an external pilot that has to take off and landing. You've got the internal pilot who guides the aircraft in flight, who's probably linked to the drone via satellite communications. You have the sensor operator who controls the sensor or the camera in the front, the golf ball. It's a multispectral sensor that can see in darkness, in infrared spectrum, ultraviolet, the normal spectrum, into the electronic spectrum. So that's how you obtain data. So the sensor operator is trained on those fields and obtains the data. And these two people, that is the sensor operator and pilot, work in tandem in conjunction. And you also have the mission commander, who is effectively the big boss, who takes care of the flight. So this is the main crew. It's not just Mm -hmm. one pilot. Great. If at all you have some numbers handy, how big is the job market in this drone tech space at this time? And well, what are and the projections? Just, projections? just last week, Prime Minister of our country himself announced that drones are the next big thing in the country. We're talking about the $400 billion industry and it's set to grow. The predictions that we made for India two years ago have not only been met, but have been overshot. Compounded annual growth rate of this industry is far greater than what the computer industry itself is. I can share with you certain facts and figures, post this. They're not exactly the tip of my tongue. But as of date, to be frank, we need over 5 lakh pilots. There's a half a million pilots or trained people on drone. And as of now, I presume that India has under 500 civilian pilots in the country. Mm-hmm. In the next yeah. coming three years, mm-hmm. this is an industry that's going to take the world by storm. And especially for India, we're talking about agricultural drones and probably medicinal deliveries and probably surveys and surveillance. Got it. Got it. So, yeah, this, this has been very insightful conversation, Rajas. And uh, now let's switch the gears and talk about the startups. Like we see a lot of uh, startups in the drone tech space and all. And what should uh, these guys be focusing on beyond spraying uh, pesticides in the agricultural farms and all? Because that is where we see a lot of uh, a lot of experiments happening and all. And Amazon has also Very announced uh, deliveries through drones and all, right? So what kind of things can we focus? When it comes to startups, to be frank, I own my own little startup, which took a while, uh, had to put it into deep freeze because of the rules and regulations at that time where when we were building drones but we were ahead of our time we're talking about 2007 uh, moved into demo shows and operations in Singapore also used them in India unfortunately civilian drones were not permitted so put it into hibernation uh, got back into the industry now and uh, I'm focusing right now on R&D and training being one of the master trainers for the country and I'm happy to say that I've trained over 90 to 100 of the instructors in the country who train pilots, who train pilots to fly these drones. Added to that, a whole whole slew of pilots themselves. And I'm happy to say, I'm proud to say, that these people are already in positions of power. They're the ones who advise the government, advise the industry, and who probably are the ones who will be setting the benchmark and taking the country forward. When it comes to drones. The next thing that I like to say is unfortunately in India we have this thing at one one point succeeds. Everybody wants to follow. I think the same thing recently about the javelin throw. Everybody wanted their children to be trained how to throw javelins. Or if one industry succeeds in India, take for example the leather industry, everybody wants to enter into the industry. Think hard. Is it for you? You have a passion for it, you have an understanding from the industry. 
even when it comes to agriculture, everybody thinks that you're just taking a drone and spraying something. It's not. There's a whole slew of things required. For example, analysis of the crops. What is the kind of yield you can expect? The data that you get from this helps control the futures market. Imagine the farmers can say that with clarity that this is going to be the size of the crop. This is the kind of price that they can command. A simple thing is a packet of Lay's chips. Lay's buys potatoes in the kilotons. And they want this kind of data so that they know what is the pricing of potatoes and the pricing of substance or the ingredients that they use. Now imagine if they had the data in real time in advance. It would be actually looking into the future. And there are so many industries the same. Coffee, chili, wheat, tobacco, just a few of them. So analysis of data is one thing. Number two is the very fact of spraying. You just don't go spraying water and pesticides. Today, it's a complex procedure where it's tailor-made. The spray that is put over each plant is specifically designed for that plant. That's how evolved this is. Now, coming back to uh, certain points that I was mentioning, if you're going to go in for starting, and I, I, I definitely encourage it because the industry is open, starting your own drone tech firm, what I would suggest is... Figure out any burning issues that need to be solved that you think the drones can solve. Figure out how you can, in your unique way, solve the problem. Also, figure out the disruptive factors that can alter your plans. Stay strong to commitment. Stay focused. And remember, play the long game. This is an industry that's in its nascent stage and just evolving. Anybody entering right now has a sure shot guaranteed success. Great. Awesome. Now, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to touch on the drones topic before I talk about your book and uh, before we switch to the rapid fire round? <laughs> the, the drone industry per se is just immense. It would probably take me about two days to touch upon the topic itself. Uh, but I just tell you this. There are different types of drones. There are different categories of drones, different weights. There are drones that look like helicopters. There are drones that look like aircraft. There are drones that have uh, robotic arms. There are drones that carry medicines, critical deliveries, and uh, there are over 200 current uses in, of drones that I could figure out. I'm more than happy to share those with you. And each of those have a strong future. So, as I said, people thought hardware and computers was the biggest thing that would be there. Nobody ever knew about software. And today's drones also need software. They need collision avoidance. They're becoming autonomous. They're taking off and landing by themselves, performing tasks that were unbelievable. And we were talking about a drone that was displayed during the uh, recent event in Delhi. And uh, a company which was recently given clearances abroad for unmanned aerial taxis. We're talking about like if you've seen the Jetsons, wherein you had these little flying cars. They're no more science fiction. They are facts and reality and are being tested and being commercialized as we speak. Wonderful. So, uh, yeah, science fiction is no more a science fiction yet. Whatever we have seen in Hollywood movies and all, right? We are seeing it live and it is already existing and uh, the future seems to be super exciting. So, Regis, now let's talk about your book, Getting Airborne. So, what was the motivation to write that book and maybe you can share a brief snippet hey. about what it is. Thanks so much. I've seen that you've done a bit of research as to what I've been doing. <laughs> uh, I've published my first book on... Uh, drones just a year and a half ago it is india's first training manual on drones and my second book that is uh, getting airborne 
is based completely on my true experiences wherein i joined a company that began to build a small uh, aircrafts in india in a kit form and uh, i was thrust into an entirely different world because all what i knew was how to fly and here i was put in as uh, the uh, gm of operations wherein i had to realize how these aircraft were being built i needed to know what parts came in i needed to know what parts went out i needed to know what material came in i needed to know how those materials were changed into parts i needed to know uh, where it fitted in how it fitted in when it fitted in it was it makes no sense to keep an engine waiting for about 8 months those are expensive parts so those come in at a certain time and uh, it it took the whole gamut that is from aviation project management manufacturing testing certification training and flying those aircraft to deliver them it was an exciting time in my life and uh, that is what got me something that no mba could provide that is a real time on on floor experience which today is invaluable so my book is based on that it's about a fictional character i've removed my name from it how a pilot who's involved in the manufacturing of uh, big aircrafts his company decides to make smaller aircraft and how he's been put in charge by his boss who believes in him and how he has to learn everything about project management about operations about logistics and how step by step how he learns this and how he successfully delivers the first aircraft so that's what the book is about we dedicate it to my parents and all those who helped me out along the way good friends and mentors excellent so audience you'll find the link to the book in the show notes and um, grab a copy of that book and uh, learn all the insights that reduce has so learned much. yeah <laughs> All right. So this has been a fabulous conversation we just now let us lighten up the mood of our audience. Okay, wherein I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round with some interesting sure, questions yeah. and if you are ready we'll get started. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. So let me fire the first bullet. What has been your favorite age so far? Age. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. Uh, well, each one's been better than the other so far, so I'll let you the moment I let you know the moment as zero or one. <laughs> interesting let me move on like you have spent more than 25 years in the aviation industry and you have been doing a lot of research in aircrafts drones so on and so forth i'm really curious what is one subject you would like to learn more about other than the work that you have done so far answer simple over there living life to the fullest <laughs> spot on all right <laughs> so yeah in case if you want to write any other book other than tech related right what would be about <laughs> <laughs> i love my food so i probably probably write a cookbook for pilots of uh, for techies in fact i started writing a comical mm-hmm. book a while ago i gave it up it's, it's like 101 things to cook with an immersion water heater and trust me it started off as a joke and then moved on to progressions where you could make soup you could boil eggs you could make your maggi and all this with an immersion water heater but if you were to ask me seriously a uh, one subject that i would probably write about is life explained <laughs> i would be the first one to grab a copy <laughs> moving on uh, if you could be transformed into one animal which one would you choose i would it, it the answer is very cliche over there for any aviator but i generally say an eagle There's a reason why I'd say the eagle, not just because it's a bird, but having flown planes is one thing that made me feel literally alive. 
that is being one with the sky where you reach out your your hand and you know you're touching heaven and you look below and you see an eagle flying below you know that you're in a domain that was not exactly meant for ordinary men oh <laughs> that's an image that stays fresh in my mind most people look up look up and see an eagle there's an image that i have a poster that i have which i've taken a picture is a picture of an eagle flying below and yeah. believe me they are majestic yeah i i get it i can imagine like all right great rapid fire and one last one for today's rapid fire rajesh what is one electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself um that's good but tough one hmm i don't know whether i would be invented in my time but what i would love to see is an instant truth detector it would sure <laughs> help the world yeah the moment somebody lies beep 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, this is uh, one other startup idea <laughs> for my go. listeners. Definitely <laughs> great. All right. So uh, this has been again a fabulous rapid fire. And uh, before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation, Rajesh. What will be your That's one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers? The one piece of advice that I would give to aspiring people is dream big, believe in those dreams. Awesome. strive to make them come true because remember this it's a line that i coined which i put in my yearbook when i passed out it is dare to dream the impossible watch each one of those dreams come true blaze your trail like a shooting star because your destiny is shaped by you <laughs> okay yeah this is uh, kind of in line with a quote which i believe in dream okay. and chase exactly dream and chase <laughs> wonderful very powerful insight and uh, thank you so much rajus for being part of uh, the conversation today and thanks for being part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe really appreciate you taking out time out of your busy schedule and joining us much appreciate I mean, it was my pleasure honestly and keep up the great work all the very best and uh, keep the flag flying high proud of absolutely. what you do absolutely thank you so okay. much thank yeah. you for the best wishes all right thank you So folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified about all the future episodes also if you have loved this episode and loved the conversation just like i did please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice because your friends also will learn a lot of new stuff like you and will gain a set of new subscribers thank you so much in advance now let's cruise into the previous segment of today's episode so today we had a lot of insights from rajus talking about the history of drones and various career options kind of subjects that are tra- taught in the drone technology so on and so forth so i'm going to present you a few interesting facts about drones so typically uav which is the acronym for unmanned aerial vehicle it is remote controlled by pilot as uh, rajus has explained you know israel is the country which is the largest mark largest maker and exporter of defense drones and in general there are two types of drones military and civilian and uh, raper mq9 is the most expensive military drone which is priced at around 14.5 million dollars and ehang 184 is the most expensive passenger drone which is priced at around 300000 us dollars and most of you are already aware retail giant amazon has revealed its plans to use drones 
to deliver products ordered online and one interesting thing that comes to my mind is right now if you remember what rejus has mentioned it was the sky of birds in the 19th century and later on once flights came into existence we have overflooded skies with all the flights and helicopters choppers and other aerial vehicles but imagine what would it look like in 5 years or 10 years down the line when the sky cars and drones come into full existence and all probably we might have to establish traffic signals similar to how we are having at the ground transport likewise there is so much of interesting stuff coming our way and we are living in exciting times and i'm sure the future is very bright in this sector so for those of you who are willing to get into drone technology i believe this is the right time and please refer to all the references pertaining to rejus profile and also some of the links he has shared in the show notes so that's all for today thank you so much for joining me folks i'm your host navin samala a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives and careers of millions across the globe until next time bye bye